0: Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and welcome to episode 29 of my Train Your Mind for Athletic Success podcast. The topic for today's episode is mindset. Now, mindset is an essential and a little addressed contributor to athletic success and a mental area that's only come to light in my own work with elite athletes during the past few years. This is a topic where professional and Olympic athletes offer some wonderful examples in which they use different mindsets to perform at their highest level consistently. But let me preface this discussion by clarifying that my use of the word mindset is different from the use of mindset, which you're probably familiar with, that is fixed versus growth mindset, popularized by the Stanford University researcher, Carol Dweck. I'll also add as an aside that her perspective is consistent with my own and one that can also help athletes achieve their competitive goals. When I talk about mindset, I mean what is going on in your mind in the one to three minutes before you begin a competition. What happens in your mind during that oh-so-important period sets the stage for whether or not you perform to the best of your ability. Before I discuss the mindsets that I've seen as most common among professional and Olympic athletes I've worked with, I'd like to first describe four mindsets that most interfere with athletes' ability to perform their best. First, a doubtful mindset involves one grounded in a lack of confidence. Before the beginning of a competition, you're questioning, I don't think I can do this. And negative, I don't have a chance. Second, a worrying mindset means being pre- preoccupied with what-ifs. That is, concern for all of the bad things that can happen in a competition. For example, what if I don't play well? Or what if I get crushed? A third mindset is a tentative mindset. It occurs when you're feeling uncertain and not fully committed as you approach the competition. In which case, you won't give your fullest effort in the competition. Finally, a fearful mindset is one in which you're actually afraid of performing, leading to a tense and cautious effort in competition. All of these mindsets pretty much guarantee poor performance and failure to achieve your athletic goals. From the fitness expert, Tony Horton, Eliminate the mindset of can't because you can do anything. In contrast to those four decidedly unhelpful mindsets, I found three mindsets that the best athletes appear to use most often before a competition. First, aggressive mindset. Now, when I talk about an aggressive mindset, I don't mean that athletes should try to hurt their opponents. That's not the way I look at aggressiveness. Rather, I think of aggressiveness as a mindset in which athletes are proactive, assertive, and forceful. For example, driving hard to the hoop in basketball, going for a risky shot in golf or tennis, or setting a fast pace in a running race. This aggressive mindset is often needed for athletes to shift from solid performance to exceptional performance, because it allows them to take their performances to the next level, particularly for those who aren't naturally aggressive in how they perform. For example, I worked with a high NFL draft pick at linebacker who was so gentle off the field that he wasn't able to naturally take it to the offense while playing. For him to be successful in the NFL, he needed to adopt an aggressive mindset. An aggressive mindset can be so valuable because many sports these days have become quote-unquote combat sports, meaning that opponents or competitive conditions are trying to literally or figuratively beat athletes. Athletes do battle not only with opposing players and teams, but also with weather and competitive conditions. Only by assuming an aggressive mindset do some athletes have a chance to vanquish those enemies. For example, in an interview after her first World Cup victory of the 2015-2016 season, Michaela Schifrin, the 19-year-old Alpine ski racing prodigy who'd already won Olympic and World Championship gold medals, indicated how I'm trying to take more of an aggressive mindset that helped her to overcome her pattern of relatively sluggish skiing in the first half of ski races. An aggressive mindset can be developed in several ways. First, you're more likely to perform aggressively if your body is amped up a bit more than usual. You can raise your physical intensity with more movement during training, in your competitive routines, and just before you begin to compete. Simply moving and being more dynamic in your movements will help you shift to a more aggressive mindset. Second, you can use high-energy self-talk to instill that aggressive mindset. You can see this practice used regularly in football locker rooms, and before weightlifting competitions. Examples include, let's go, attack, charge, bring it. What you notice is not only what you say, but how you say it. So your aggressive self-talk should sound, well, aggressive. No pussycats here, only lions, tigers, and panthers allowed. Third, you can incorporate an aggressive mindset into your mental imagery in which you see and feel yourself performing aggressively, which in turn helps create more attacking thinking, focus, feeling, The second helpful mindset is a calm mindset, and it's typically best for athletes who get nervous before they compete. Throughout your pre-competitive preparations and when about to begin a competition, your primary goal is to settle down and relax, thus allowing your mind to let go of doubt and worry, and your body to be free of nerves and tension. Additionally, a calm mindset can be valuable for athletes who are naturally aggressive and don't need to take active steps to get into that attack mode. A calm mindset can be created in several ways. First, it's difficult to have a calm mind if your body is anxious, so focusing on relaxing your body is a good start. Next, deep breathing and muscle relaxation are two great tools you can use to calm your body. Second, calming and reassuring self-talk can ease your tension as well. For example, easy does it, cool calm and collected, and chillin' before I'm thrillin'. Calming self-talk can shift your doubtful, worrying, or fearful mindset, giving you the confidence and comfort to perform your best. Third, you can use mental imagery in which you see and feel yourself being calm before a competition. This imagery has a direct physiologically relaxing effect on both your body and your mind. Plus, seeing yourself performing well in your imagery has the related positive effect of increasing your confidence and narrowing your focus on good performance. The third mindset that I find helpful is what I call a clear mindset. It involves having basically nothing related to performing going on in your mind before a competition. The athletes who use a clear mindset are those you see before a competition, talking to coaches, teammates, or even their competitors. They're often smiling, dancing around, chatting it up, singing to themselves, or listening to music. They're looking all around and seem completely unfazed by the fact that they're about to compete. I found that a clear mindset is the least common mindset among athletes, and most often found in a certain group of elite athletes. These athletes can use a clear mindset because they're incredibly talented natural athletes and have years of experience that allow them to trust their bodies completely to perform their best without any interference from their minds. A clear mind is most suited for athletes who are intuitive, meaning they don't have to think about their sport very much to perform their best. Often they're free-spirited meaning they go with the flow rather than being really structured in their approach to their sport. And they're highly experienced, meaning they have a lot of confidence and trust in those capabilities for many years of successes. You create a clear mindset by thinking about anything except your sport. Talking to other people around you, thinking about someone or something that makes you feel good, and listening to music are several ways you can keep your mind clear, preventing it from getting in the way of your body performing its best. From the NFL quarterback Russell Wilson, I truly believe in positive synergy, that your positive mindset gives you a more hopeful outlook, and belief that you can do something great means you will do something great. Your challenge is to identify what your ideal mindset is. Identifying your ideal mindset is so important, because if you don't know what your best mindset is, you'll have no chance of achieving it, and as a result, little chance of performing your best. The challenge is that you may think you know what your ideal mindset is because it's the one you've always used, you're comfortable with it, and it seems to work for you. However, i found with some frequency that the mindset that athletes say works best for them is often not actually the case. There are two ways you can identify your ideal mindset. First, think back to several past competitive performances in which you performed really well. Now recall what went on in your mind in that short time before you entered the competition. Then, think back to several other past performances where you didn't perform up to what you had hoped, and remember your mindset in those competitions. If you're like most athletes, you will see a pattern in which you had one mindset when you succeeded, and another mindset when you didn't. But you shouldn't just use past experience as the only judge of your ideal mindset, because what worked in the past may not work now or in the future. As you mature as an athlete, you change physically and mentally so your mindset may evolve as well. The second way you can determine your ideal mindset and to either confirm or disprove your past experience with your mindset is to experiment with different mindsets in training. Here's how to experiment with your mindset. Divide a training session into three sections and try out a different mindset, aggressive, calm, or clear in each segment. If there's another mindset that I haven't mentioned and that you think might be worth trying, be sure to include that mindset in your experimentation. As you experiment with each mindset, see how you feel and how you perform in each segment. If you're like most athletes, two things may happen. First, you will see a pattern emerge in which you perform better using one mindset over the others. If no clear winner materializes from your experimentation, you'll want to continue to test out the different mindsets in ensuing days of training and in different training situations and conditions. If you will be competing maybe in some relatively less important competitions, you can also extend your experimentation to these as they will provide a more accurate gauge of your ideal mindset under actual competitive conditions. If you have big competitions coming up, it's never a good idea to try anything new. Rather, stick with a mindset you're comfortable with and continue to explore your ideal mindset in training and lower level competitions. In any case, even when you identify that ideal mindset that you believe most effective, you will still want to continue to test and refine it in increasingly more competitive and demanding events. Mindset, like all mental states, requires several steps to instill and master. First, as I just noted, you want to experiment to figure out which mindset will work best for you. Second, you need to make a commitment to adopting an ideal mindset. Third, you must focus on your desired mindset in practice and competitions to create and ingrain that mindset deeply. And finally, you need repetition in practice and competitions to ingrain your ideal mindset so deeply that when you begin the most important competition of your life, that mindset just clicks in and it enables you to perform your very best. From Roger Clemens, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher. I think anything is possible if you have the mindset and the will and desire to do it and put the time in. I'm Dr. Jim Taylor, and thanks for listening to episode 29 of Train Your Mind for Athletic Success. And be on the lookout for episode 30 in the near future.